You're listening to The Ashley Lachlan Show. I'm Ashley, and I'm here to help you build a wildly successful and profitable business on social media. I created my own rags to riches story and built a seven-figure business on social media in the midst of motherhood, and my passion is helping other female entrepreneurs do the same. I'm sharing my best marketing, mindset, and sales strategies to help you love the process and scale your business to six figures and beyond. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we are going to break down the five things you should stop doing and the five things you should start doing if you are feeling burnt out in your business and if you are looking to scale. You know I am not about that trading hours for dollars kind of life. I'm all about passive sales and passive income. And I'm going to share with you the things that I did to go from hustling nonstop to really putting things on autopilot and having sales roll in daily. Now, of course, you have to evaluate where you are in your business. If you are brand new and you are launching a new offer, obviously you want to focus on selling that first, making sure that it sells before you focus on scaling it. But don't worry, everything that I talk about in today's episode can be used and applied to your business at some point in time. It might not be today, but it will be in the near future if you are moving and grooving. So the first thing you want to stop doing is only working with one-on-one clients. Here, you are truly trading hours for dollars. You are only getting paid for the hours you are showing up to work with those clients or do work for those clients. If you truly want to scale and make more money without having to put in so many hours, the trick is, drumroll please, creating your own online course. You've heard me say this before. An online course is a way to go from serving one to serving many. And it's also a great way to pre-qualify clients. So perhaps you are someone who truly loves working one-on-one with people. Some people love working one-on-one with others. They thrive off of deep connections and conversations and helping someone holding their hand and really seeing them soar. Now, I do enjoy that, but it's not my favorite thing in the world. I personally don't love one-on-one coaching or providing one-on-one services. Now, if you do and you're like, Ashley, I don't want to give that up. You're one of those people who thrives on -on one-on-one work. Well, you can pre-qualify those clients. You can direct everyone to your course. And then the people who want a little bit more, they want a little bit extra, they want a VIP experience, they put in the work, but they just need something else and you see that potential, you see they're grinding, then you can choose to work with them. I have learned the hard way from working with people who were not my ideal clients, but I took them on as one-on-one and it was a struggle. But had I made them go through the course first and then apply to work with me, it would have been a different ballgame because then I would have seen, okay, well, you didn't do the work. You don't have the basic fundamental skills you need for us to level up. And I'm not about to really hold your hand with this elementary 
stuff that you can get in my course. So having an online course allows you to serve many, many, many people without sacrificing your one-on-one time, but then it also allows you to only work with your ideal clients, the ones who go through the course, they consume everything, they just kill it, and they're ready to level up. And you see that and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. These are the people I really want to work with. Then you can work one-on-one with them. So if you are someone who is on one-on-one calls all day long, or you're constantly doing work for your one-on-one clients, or maybe you are a therapist and you only get paid when you have a patient in your chair, consider creating a course that will allow you to serve more people and then be really selective with the ones you take on as one-on-one clients. And then you'll have the best of both worlds. If you are interested in creating an online course, I invite you to attend my free, completely free masterclass, five steps to creating and selling a profitable online course, even with a small following. It's going to walk you through everything you need to do and take into consideration to create a course that actually sells. And I will share that this episode is brought to you by Course Launch Academy, which is my signature course that gives you a complete roadmap from finding your most profitable course topic to creating it, to selling it, and then to scaling it. So if you are interested in that, you can find the link in the show notes as well. However, I would recommend you start with the free masterclass that is going to give you a foundation and a little bit of encouragement so that you realize you can do this. So find the link to the free masterclass in the show notes and check out Course Launch Academy. Now, the second thing you need to stop doing if you want to scale is spending so much time in your DMs, selling exclusively through DMs and through sales calls. Now, if you are a beginner, then yes, this is going to be important. Say you just joined a network marketing company and you don't have any prior sales skills then you need to learn how to close sales in the DMs and emails on sales calls. Those are fundamental skills that you need. But if you've been at it for a while, you're making sales and you're like, Ashley, I just cannot wake up and spend all day in my DMs. Or I am so tired of sending five reach outs and 10 invites to my business. And I'm so tired of getting on sales calls to sell my products. I feel ya. So instead of spending so much time in your DMs and on sales calls, you need to learn how to sell through launch events and email sequences. This is what I did. So launch events are free challenges. They can be evergreen challenges, which somebody registers for, and then maybe it's dripped out through email. It's a three or five day challenge. You can drip that out through an email sequence or it's a live challenge they join and they can either do it in um, you know, a course platform such as Kajabi or something similar or on Facebook. So I always do my live challenges in a private Facebook group. And if you haven't joined my free Facebook group, The Social Soiree, we cover mindset, marketing, and sales for female entrepreneurs. So if you want to learn some things, I have free challenges in there and really great content then you can find the link to join in the show notes. However, in this free Facebook group, I often do three or five day free challenges before I launch something new. 
It gets everybody in the group excited. I promote the free group. I promote the free challenge to get more people interested. So instead of me spending days talking to hundreds or thousands of people one-on-one in DMs or on sales calls, I am showing up and selling to the masses. I am selling to everyone in that challenge, everyone in that Facebook group or everyone who has enrolled in the Evergreen Challenge. So I'm selling to many instead of one-on-one. And that saves so much time. Another option is a masterclass. So I just talked about the masterclass that I have available, the five steps for creating and selling a profitable online course. That is a launch event. I'm getting on there. I'm providing hella value and then I'm pitching my course. So instead of me being in the DM saying, hey girl, do you want to buy my course? Instead, I'm having people come to a masterclass, learn, see me as the expert and then say, wow, I really need this course. So when you shift from only selling one-on-one in the DMs or only selling one-on-one on sales calls to a masterclass or a challenge, you're providing value, establishing yourself as an expert, and then converting and making sales. And you're making sales on a mass scale instead of one-on-one. Now, the other option here is email sequences. This can be done in a variety of ways. One is you bring people in through a lead magnet. So for example, it could be a free download, it could be a free video, it could be a planner, it could be a guide. For me, I have quizzes, quizzes work really well for me. So they come in through a quiz, they take a quiz, they get their results, and then that triggers an email sequence that provides more value, more value, more value. And then at the end of the sequence, it starts selling to them. It starts pitching the product or the service or the course that that quiz is leading them to. Another option is, again, a free challenge or a masterclass. Once someone enrolls in your free challenge or your masterclass, whatever your launch event is, it should then trigger an email sequence that provides value and then sells to them. Email is, I've I've done podcast episodes on this, email is the most important asset. Your list is your most important asset, especially with the volatility of social media platforms right now. With the new Apple update, it's going to be harder to run ads on social media because of the new privacy settings. So yes, ads are still effective and you can use ads to build your email list by promoting your lead magnet or your masterclass or a challenge, whatever it may be. But selling through an email sequence is key. The majority of my sales do come from my email list. And when my social media accounts were hacked, I was still able to launch and have an extremely profitable launch just through my email. So instead of spending so much time in your DMs, so much time on sales calls, set yourself up for something that will allow you to sell on a mass scale, a challenge, a webinar, a masterclass. I use masterclass and webinar interchangeably and an email sequence that will save you time. And then it's all automated. So as you're sleeping, someone may be scrolling on Facebook. They'll see your lead magnet, your ad, or maybe they're watching your stories and you had talked about your lead magnet. They subscribe to it. They say, hey, yes, give me this lead magnet. And then that triggers an email sequence. And then four days later, you start pitching to them in your emails without you actually doing it, right? It's all on autopilot. And then you're making sales. That obviously takes a little bit of work on the front end to set all of that up, 
but it gives you so much freedom on the back end because now you don't have to wake up with that dread of, oh, I have to send my 20 messages today. I have to get on 10 sales calls and hope for a 20% conversion rate or else this was a big waste of my time. Instead, you could have a launch event, you could have an email sequence that is running and doing the heavy lifting for you. Number three, what you need to stop doing if you want to scale. Spending hours hunting down leads on Instagram. How many of you feel seen right now, right? It's, it's go out there and find your ideal client avatar. And yes, that is important, but there are easier ways to bring the right people to you. So the first is with the right content. If you are creating highly valuable content that your ideal client avatar is searching for, the explore pages perhaps showing her on Instagram, then she's going to find you and say, oh my gosh, she's going to gobble up all of your content, right? Deep dive, binge all of your content and say, this is someone I need to follow. I just love her. I love what she's teaching. I love her style. I love her personality. And again, it's really important for you to also show your personality, especially if you are a personal brand. So for me, I show a lot of my family life, my behind the scenes, my personal life, and business content. I have a blend. So typically I say 70% business, 30% personal. Now that might change depending on what season of your business or of your life you are in. So for example, when I am in a launch, my content tends to be more geared towards business. And then when I had a baby, my content was more geared toward personal life. Now it's back to having a little balance. So it's okay for it to ebb and flow depending on where you are in your season of life. So when you create really great content, when you spend 80% of your time creating killer content, then you will bring the right people to you. And then you can spend the other 20% engaging and hunting down leads. The other thing that you can do is by creating high converting lead magnets, which I just talked about. If you have an irresistible guide, PDF, planner, video, video series, quiz that your ideal client sees perhaps in an ad or perhaps in that deep dive in your content and they're like, I need this. Yes, I will give you my email address in order to get this freemium from you then you are bringing the right people to you. Those are qualified leads. So instead of spending so much time hunting them down, ask yourself, what type of free resource could I put out there that would bring the right people to me, would bring those qualified leads to me? And remember, it has to be aligned to your offer. So for example, my first quiz was, were you born to be an influencer? And that quiz sold my course through an email series, Influencer Prep Academy. So they were very aligned. The quiz led to the course. I now have another quiz that is, what is your most profitable course idea based on your unique personality? And that quiz leads them to my course, Course Launch Academy. They are aligned. Sometimes I see people come up with this great free resource that they want to use as a lead magnet And sure, it would definitely bring people in, but it won't bring in the right people because that resource is not aligned to what they are actually selling. 
So you want to make sure that whatever freemium you are putting out there is actually going to bring in your ideal client avatar and not just bring in a whole list of people who you now have their email addresses, but they're probably not going to buy from you because you almost tricked them. You brought them in with one thing and then now your emails and your content is selling them on something completely different. And sure, there might be a small percentage of people you bring in through that lead magnet that will convert, but you're really wasting your energy and your resources. And if you're putting money behind your ads, your money, instead, make sure that your free resource is completely aligned to what you are selling in the long run. When they subscribe to that, what is that email sequence going to then be pitching to them and selling them on? Make sure that those are aligned. So instead of spending so much time hunting people down on Instagram, pull it back and instead devote more time to creating really high quality content that provides value and also shows you and your personality because people buy from you when they like you, when they feel like they know, like, and trust you. So you can hook them with a piece of content that really serves them and educates them And then they start to follow you and watch you and they become lifers and then they buy from you. Or you create a high converting lead magnet or freemium that brings the right people to you. Maybe you put money behind it so it runs as an ad and that way you can target specific people who you want to bring in. So then you're bringing in these qualified leads and prospects and then you are converting them without having to actually go hunt them down. Number four, if you are trying to scale, you need to stop trying to figure it out all on your own because you are wasting time. You've had some business success. So now it's time to stop, evaluate where your weaknesses are, and then go find a mentor, a coach, or a course that can help you with that weakness, that can fill the hole or the void in your business so that you can begin to scale. You've already had some success. You know you can do this, but if you want to have more success, if you've plateaued, it's time to invest in yourself and in your business. I've talked about how investing really allows you to level up because it forces you. you you've now made that financial investment and you are pooping your pants. You're like, oh my gosh, I spent this money. I have to make it work. You have skin in the game. So you show up in a whole new way. And beyond that, you are now getting the help and the resources that you need in order to grow, in order to scale, in order to level up. Instead of just staying where you are, treading water and flailing about as you try to find free resources on the internet and piecemeal them all together to figure out what it is you're doing wrong or what you could be doing better. Investing in a coach or a course will change your business. I always say that when you invest in a coach or a course, it's as if that coach or that mentor is taking your hand and walking you to the front of the line. You no longer have to stand all the way in line and try to wait it out and see how long it takes you. Instead, you skip to the front. It's a way to have growth faster, not necessarily easier but easier in the sense that someone is telling you exactly what to do and you aren't trial and erroring your way to the top. Now of course trial and error is always a part of business 
But when you've already had some success and you just plateaued and you're looking to scale, to level up, to make more money without working so much, you don't want to Pinterest fail your way there. You want to have somebody tell you the exact steps, give you the easy blueprint to follow so that you can get there. And the fifth and final thing to stop doing if you are wanting to scale your business is stop relying on your own organic efforts to make sales. Organic marketing works for sure. It's how we all start out. Organic marketing is when you are posting to your feed, you're doing live videos, you're doing stories, you're emailing your list, and yes, all of those things work, but you're limited in your reach and how fast you can go. So I'm going to use this analogy of going to Disney World. We're going to pretend like there's not a pandemic and you're going in normal times. If you just show up to Disney World without any reservations, you didn't make your fast pass reservations, you didn't book any dining reservations, well, it's going to be a really tough day for you because it's going to take you forever to get on rides, especially the popular rides that you may really want to go on. You might not be able to get into the restaurants you want to get into, but you still go to Disney World, you get on some rides, eat some things, you have a good experience. But if you were to be a little bit more proactive and in advance, make your fast pass reservations, make your dining reservations, well, then you are going to get to the park and you are not going to have to wait in line for 180 minutes to ride the ride you really want to ride. You're going to be able to get into the restaurants you want to get into. So you're going to have a much more enjoyable experience and it's going to be an easier day. Now, let's apply that to marketing. If you rely solely on organic marketing, sure, you're going to reach people, you're going to have some success, but it's going to be a little bit more difficult, a little bit more frustrating, and it's going to be slower, just like you having to wait in line for 180 minutes to get on a ride. Whereas if you were to spend some time in advance setting up an evergreen funnel, putting some money into ads, it's as if you have that fast pass as if you have the dining reservations that you've been dreaming of because now you don't have to wait as long. You are able to get in front of the people you want to get in front of without having to wait so long. So it's a much faster journey when you actually invest in paid advertising and funnels. Now again, this is only if you are ready to scale. If you have an offer that is selling and you are tired of selling it one-on-one in the DMs or on sales calls, then it's time to scale and to create a funnel that will bring in qualified leads and convert them for you. And this will go much faster and be much easier than you doing it all organically, all by yourself. It's literally a fast pass. It's a way to skip to the front of the line and to have a faster and more enjoyable experience. And again, it takes time to set up a funnel. It takes time to test a funnel, to test ads, to test an offer, to see if it converts. And that can be very frustrating. Trust me, I know. I've been there every single time I've set up a funnel. Um, But that is a learning experience. And then once you do that pre-work, once you do that groundwork to set it up, And 
it goes, you can then reclaim your time and you start to see those sales notifications coming in while you're playing with your kids or you're driving your car or you're sleeping. And that is such an amazing feeling. That is worth the frustration of setting it up. So these things can work whether you are in network marketing, you sell your own offers, you are a service provider, you sell a physical product, whatever it may be. I did this early in my network marketing days when I realized I hated talking to people in the DMs, quote, building relationships with them, (laughs) and then awkwardly turning the conversation to, hey, do you want to buy from me? It was just so icky. So I said, I absolutely cannot do this. So instead of spending time in the DMs and inviting people, reaching out to people, which I just felt was so icky. I did two things. I spent more time creating high quality content that brought the right people to me. And I created evergreen funnels. So I ran ads, targeted my ideal client avatar. They would opt in. They would receive emails from me. And then I would convert them. And if they didn't convert, I would just continue emailing them through my weekly emails. And then when I started to create my own courses, have my own coaching services, I did the exact same thing. So when I say I love to teach people how to scale their incomes and stop trading hours for dollars without the DMs, that is what I mean by creating really great high quality content and by creating funnels that bring the right people to you and then convert them while you are living your life. So let's recap the things you need to stop doing and start doing if you are feeling burned out and you want to scale your business. Stop doing. We'll start with that list. Number one, only working with one-on-one clients. Two, selling through the DMs and sales calls only. Three, spending hours hunting down leads on Instagram. Four, wasting your time trying to figure it out on your own. And five, relying on your own organic efforts to make sales. And the five things you want to do instead are one, serve many with online courses. Two, sell through launch events and email sequences. Three, Bring the right prospects to you through high quality content and high converting lead magnets. Four, invest in a course or a mentor to learn how to do it better and faster. And then five, utilize evergreen funnels to make sales while you sleep. Yes, you can scale your business without working yourself into the ground. At the beginning, you are in hustle mode and you're just grinding and grinding. But once you see some momentum and you have success and you begin to plateau, you can't work any harder. You can't work anymore. You are already maxed out. So something's got to give. And these are the five things you need to stop doing and start doing in order to scale your business without working anymore. So thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love for you to take a screenshot, tag me in it at Ashley underscore Lachlan. Let me know what you thought of the episode. Make sure you check out the show notes for the links that I mentioned. And most importantly, get out there and make those money moves. 